Welcome to Petty Talks, brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls, who deliver you affordable to performance, same performance, half the price. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. I use the Seed 2, it's perfect for links golf, plenty long, lovely and soft around the greens. What do you use? Let me know over on social media. On today's show, we have the main man. He's back. He's back on the Paddy Talks HQ couch. It's Derek Murray of Fork Golf Custom telling us all about what the PGA show is and some top tech for 2020. But first, as Gabe Byrne would have said, roll it there, Roisin. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Where's Joe Bradley? What did he get at? Welcome to Paddy Talks. Today we have a man, well actually this is a bonus episode. So we have a man who, he's kind of bookending season one with season two. Aren't you Derek? Yeah, bookending, I like it. Derek Murray for Golf Custom, welcome back to my couch. <laughs> yeah, it's great, <laughs> couldn't get enough of it, thought I'd come back again. We have more couches actually in the room. Um, come here to me, so this bonus episode is all around the PGA show which was the end of January, so yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, you weren't there this year, but normally you're there most years. Yeah, I did ten in a row, and then I kind of stopped for a bit, and then I kind of went back again, and then I kind of stopped for a bit. It's it's different for me because a lot of the stuff now hits me early, so I get it a little earlier. So the companies are a little bit nicer to me now, and they let me see a little earlier. But the show was all about you know the pro- new product launching, and it, it gets. I tell you what, it's great. You get to see everybody in the one place at the right time at the one time. So all the UK guys, all the US guys. And they're all in the one place for, you know, four or five days. So for layman's terms, for people not in the industry who are just listening to this because they're like me and not golf, right? <laughs> so it's about, Clearly, two yeah. so it's about two people. Um, when you say all the guys, who are you talking about reps? Okay. Are you talking about... Yeah, so so the PGA Merchandise merchandise show is a show, is a basically like it's a trade show. So it's trade only, so no public. Um, and it runs over sort of four days, well, five days, kind of. There's a demo day as well, which you can, uh, which you go to, but... <clears throat> What it is, is all the the key people within the industry. So you've got like head of marketing that runs US and global. You'll have head of marketing that runs UK EMEA. You'll have some of the Asian people. Um, so basically anyone that you, if you need to talk to somebody or you need to, do, you know, you have a great idea or you want to get you know right down deep into the product or you need to develop relationships or whatever it is that you need to do, Normally, if you're trying to do something, say, for instance, let's say TaylorMade as an example. So you'll have a head of marketing in the UK and you'll have a, a CEO or the head guy over in the over in the UK. But then you'll also have the head guy and the head of marketing in the US. So it's very hard to get those four guys in the same room because obviously some are in the US and some are in the UK. So at the show, everybody's there. So if you needed to create a meeting or get a meeting, now it can be tough to get. Don't think that it's just rock in and say, oh, yeah. It can be difficult to get, but they're all in the same place at the same time. Plus, you can do all the equipment at one time. So if you're trying to gather information or figure out, look, what am I going to stock this year? Or what's going to work for me? Or sort of mapping it out in your head. It's a great place to do that because on the demo day, which is usually the Tuesday, they they have all the product in this big circular driving range just outside of Orlando. That looks class. It is really, really cool, to be fair. Now, I will say to you, it's immensely busy. So if you're trying to get some headspace to get some stuff in your to get it's difficult to do that because it's like 4000 moving parts but it's everything that's in the one place and you can hit to your heart's content. 
So as far as the PJ professionals globally, you you pay for your flight, you, your tickets. Yeah, yeah, and it's expensive. Kind of, yeah. It's expensive. It's expensive week, Paddy, because like every hotel, you can imagine, every pro and assistant pro in the whole world descends on that place for the, for the week. So it's incredibly expensive. Um, um, but uh, it's all anyone to do with golf, really, pretty much anyone. Yeah, it's, it's my mecca, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be worried about you there because you. You leave the credit card at home. You, you'd, no, you can't buy anything because it's all <laughs> trade. So you're all buying for your shop or you're buying for your business or whatever. So you can't like go and say, I'll buy two of that hats. Although some of the places, some of the stands will sell, the smaller stands. I just, you know what? It, it, it's kind of a cool place to go so you can get a handle on the curve. Mm. You can see where it's going. You can kind of get some head. Now it's huge. So it takes you four days walk around it. And there's everything from, you know, the latest in T's to you know Callaway's massive stand and yeah, they had I a full VR and all sorts of stuff on it this year I see something I saw the golf swing jacket there you go yeah <laughs> you know yeah yeah and there's all these quirky and mad stuff and these things that aligns and then you've got all the simulators and you've got all the you know the, the, the tech stuff and then you've got like some of the Asian guys will come over with these quirky stuff like really quirky stuff um, but it's just like it, it's almost sensory overload and I'd worry about you there like genuinely I'd be very concerned although I think it'd be a great show I think you'd love it I, I, you would love it you would. I'd call by the CBD I understand that it'd calm me down <laughs> you'd need a backpack or one of those you know those hats with the beers on the side yeah. it's just coming straight into you but no it, look um, it's a phenomenal place um, and, and it's for, for, for people in the trade it's, it's a place where you can get everything done pretty much all in all in four or five days Oh, deadly. So now that we know what it is, yeah, we're having a chat because we love equipment and love, love, love. Some of us have a business about equipment. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before you join us. It's just, um, it's. Yeah, <laughs> um, I come with a big retainer. <laughs> you do, yeah. Um, so we're going to break down, I suppose, by category because that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And um, drivers, various hybrids, irons, wedges, putters. Okay. In a twenty-minute slot. Right. All right, I've rock and roll. So we'll keep it high level. Okay. We'll just your picks, not mine. <laughs> okay. I'll be picking everything. Okay. Um. Okay. Drivers, PGA Show 2020. You saw the product anyway. Yeah. And um, you knew what was there. Yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, probably Callaway's. Just keep an eye on Callaway. They're using artificial intelligence or AI, and you'll see this on all YouTube channels and all sorts of different reviews and stuff. But the 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 broad line of this is they're using computers to design clubs. And, and the actual, the deep down technical aspects of clubs outside of normal companies using human designers. Um, and so they're, they're using this very smart technology or smart way of using te- technology or, or using computers to design, say, the, the face of that club. And that Maverick product that they've launched out is, it's almost a little boring looking because it's under the hood. It's like that car and you pull up on the thing and it's got like a... exactly you're like oh didn't realize that was inside inside a beetle like so i'd be aware of that keep an eye on it hit it for sure and i was impressed with the retentive speed across the face so the forgiveness of the face if that's the right word it's very very smart so my question on that is yeah is like i bought right (laughs) I bought an Epic Class Sub Zero Triple Diamond, which I'm immensely proud of saying that. In, in you can't get those, right? Um, but I only bought it like six months ago. So what's what's the difference? Yeah, see, yeah, you see, yeah, you see that this is you have to be you have to be careful because because we're in the 
the business as it were and we're in the fitting business and we're in the technology business we're we we can see the finite stuff the little stuff which if you kind of stitch it together can make a big deal but it won't outperform something that's only a year old because it's not moving fast enough so you like you'd have to almost let it run for two maybe three seasons before you'll see an outstandingly different different but like for you or for somebody that bought a driver like don't, don't get caught up in this if you bought a driver two or three seasons ago you're not going to see this massive gain but we see the finite detail which means for us if we see a four yard gained that's a big deal for us yeah, if we see tour, that's a massive gain if we see that's it we would move we would move a tour player for a four mile an hour gain we would move him we would say look we would recommend you move this is a four mile an hour gain it's going to equate to 12 yards you got to go end of so we would move for finite stuff but for the public to get or for normal club golfers to see a big result from a finite thing i'd be careful just you know just be aware of it it's something to be very aware of i think it's really i think it's a big deal and i think it's going to be a bigger deal so callaway uh, ai design that maverick is a nice driver if you're looking to upgrade your driver you have a driver five or six years old and you want something that's incredibly stable when you hit it across the face or off center it's really interesting to hit that and it's a very good product Driver number two. Uh, Mizuno. Now, listen, th- these guys have been coming and it irons their nails shut. You know, once you see Kepka putting him in the bag and he is his choice, you're, you're home and hose because he doesn't mess about with stuff like that. But the driver, they've been working hard trying to get something that appeals to the public that works. And they had stuff that worked and didn't really appeal. And then they had stuff that appealed and didn't really work. And, and this time, and you know, you have to kind of give golf is a bit cyclic. It tends to come around about, you got to, you have to give a company credit when they give it time and they work at it. And this new range that's coming, this ST200 range is, is really interesting, especially the, the fixed driver. There's an adjustable one, but the fixed one has a lovely high launch. It's got a really nice even spin. So it holds the spin together. The hosel's a bit funky, so be careful if you get it. You have to try and figure that out, and that might need a bit of help from somebody like when me. You say funky, you mean to it, adjust it up? Yeah, because it's it's it, it, it's not the, the the most intuitive one. Cobra has the most intuitive hosel. It says the loft on it, and it says draw for draw. It's brilliant. Everyone else is like plus and upright and lower and higher and open, and it's just a it's a, it's 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 a nightmare. Um, but the driver itself is incredibly stable, hits the ball well, launches it high and deals very well with good speed which it normally didn't before it used to spin a bit this one doesn't spin it's launching high and it's spinning low it's great and for ireland getting that ball in the air and spinning it low is great so keep an eye on it lovely face as well they have a new titanium which they've refined and they're steel experts so uh i I quite like it and it's going to be a really good price point like cheap uh or cheaper um it's kind of a split between cobra and tailor-made to be honest i i think it's probably going to be tailor-made because that sim product, you know, TaylorMade have owned the driver market. They're brilliant at marketing. They get the club out there. They get it into pros' hands. All the pros want it. Everybody knows about it. But sometimes, you know, a low spinning, high launching driver can be incredibly inst- unstable. And I think they've had, they've had great fairway woods. They've had great hybrids. They've had really good irons. The driver has just been kind of there or thereabouts. This thing is, but is incredible. But it's only good for high speeds. So it's like a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a Formula One race car. That thing. So when uh, you say high speeds, you mean swing speeds? Yeah, you need to yeah. be up over to 150. One, 150 mile an hour. Ball, ball speed. speed. Oh, yeah, sorry, we're all, we're all so in ball speed. speed is like 105. Yeah, 100, 105. Yeah. <clears throat> it's about 1 to 1.5. But sim, it's very hard to get a low spinning driver that is stable. 
And so when they've put that big chunk of weight low on at the back, it's made the driver very stable. And then you just gotta be really careful about the right loft. Because if you have too low a loft and too low a spin, the thing will drop out of the air like a dead pigeon. So you gotta make sure that you use loft to get it in the air. It's why DJ's using 10.7 or 10.6, and Rory's using 10 or something around there. So the, the, the loft is actually being used to launch the ball because the spin is so low. Um, and in the past, a very low spinning driver can be very unforgiving. Like SLDR was a driver you'd hit 400 yards, but as soon as you missed it off center, it was in the oh, next yeah, county. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This thing is that high launch bomber, but very stable. So worth the hit. Worth you're saying that's close to Cobra. Yeah, I just, Cobra's one of those companies that's kind of sitting on the peripheral. I'm, I'm waiting for it to just to go, wow. Uh, and, and it's, I mean, it's so cool. The, the, the new face, it, it goes up on, into the crown now and into the soles. That are, what they're doing is refining the face. So, it's not just an insert anymore. It's this. It kind of goes over the whole thing. So it's like a frame. It is, and it's kind of retaining speed better. And that's why you do that is to try and keep things more stable or consistent. And they mill the head, and it's it's a very intuitive club to work with from a, a consumer and a fitting perspective because the window in the hustle tells you the loft, and you can move the weight forward and back to lower the spin and higher the spin. I just like the driver. I like the company a lot, and I just waiting for them to kind of go boom and here we go so they're just nearly there great price point though if you're looking to invest in driving you don't want to spend a lot of money Cobra's a great one well you've bought all the, all the heads around to Paddy HQ just so you can have you can yeah, lick, lick them here them you can have a lick in them later on oh yeah but just in terms of visuals like visuals on M4 M5 M6 Taylor wise it was like too commercial glossy for me to like but that same driver, it sits nice, it looks nice. It's neat, it's neat. And and, and I like oh, they yeah. brought the, the carbon fiber look in and they've made it kind of sharp. It's kind of that duller gray. I, do, I agree with you. It's kind of, it, it is. I'm big on visuals. For me, visuals would be Mizuno, number one. Um, yeah, they stripped out. They, they stripped it out. It's real old school. It's yeah, kind of all kind of classic. Yeah, definitely. Um, so keep an eye on them. One might be missing. Come back into the car. Yeah. Um, so next on the calibre list would be fairways. Yeah, it's a bit of a cluttered market, to be fair. I mean, I, I'm always a big fairy wood, uh, a favourite of TaylorMade's fairy woods because they're quick. And most people that come to see me, you know, they're looking for distance. Um, so, you know, that TaylorMade range, you know, the Sim and there's a Sim Max and th they're easy to hit. They get the ball in there and they fly. And they're great, really nice. Um, they brought back Bean Steel. Yeah, the, well. What that was the, like the best tree wood ever. Yeah, I actually think 200 steel was better personally but and that was just from a consumer because i don't i don't i don't you know i don't i've no the last thing about me is i don't have an opinion about what i like i have an opinion what people like yeah. and that's a big difference for me i'm only interested in what the, the people that come to see us like because I'm, I'm selfish what well, yeah well yeah clearly <laughs> uh, but uh it's all what the people like and so i'm I, i'll only give you the feed on what people are saying or what the feedback we're getting from fittings or what people are actually bagging um the V-Steel idea was just that they punched a lot of steel low down into the frame so it's low down under the ball. And a good fairy wood will have a lot of weight low down and deep because when you strike it off the deck, you want the CG or the center of gravity low and deep to get the ball to fly. So that new sim range has that in spades and it's quick off the face. And they haven't built a, a bad face club since RBZ uh, when, when DJ went rocket balls and, and that was the whole thing. So those fairy woods are really good for speed. Love Cobra fairway woods. And the reason I love Cobra fairway woods is because you can move the loft up and down three or four degrees in the little window. So you look like a three, four wood. 
and a and a five six wood and a seven nine wood because you can move the loft depending on the client so you can space them out you can clip them closer together you can you know you can move the loft up a little to get it to fly and it's just a matter of turning the house and they work you know the, the the rotation of the shaft opens up the head and makes it fly a bit higher and, and a bit lower depending so i love those because they're easy to work with um but in terms of fairway woods there, there isn't <clears throat> i wasn't to be honest like the callaway maverick didn't blow me away in the fairway wood even though they're bringing ai into the fairway wood it was, it was okay but like epic flash was great and rogue is which is still in the in the, in the lineup that people are saying online and stuff that rogue has been replaced it doesn't rogue runs for the full season and it's at a different price point. So you've got Rogue, you've got Epic Flash, you've got Maverick. Couldn't see where Maverick was just blowing me away in Fairway Woods, but that was just me. And when the, in the initial testing, that might change when the people get a chance to hit it. Um, but I think if you're going to put your money on a Fairway Wood, it'd be either Taylor made a Cobra. Excellent. Would you put Hybrid in a different category? I... It, it's I get, do. Well, we kind of do Fairway Woods and Hybrids together because they're bridging that gap between your last iron and the driver. So they kind of sit together, but you you bring them in together. So if you're a, a poor iron player, you, you, tra- you test them in hybrid. But if you don't like hybrids, you're just a higher fairway wood. So it's kind of either fairway wood and hybrid. What you don't want to do, folks, is put long irons and hybrids and loads of fairway woods in because then you've got loads of clubs going the same distance. And no way. And no, <laughs> yeah. But just be, you know, I would sort of use fairway, I would use hybrids in this in, in the framework that if you're a bad long iron player and you don't really want to play high lofted woods, then that's what they work for. Uh, keep them in the same category as as, um, as fairway woods, to be honest. I do. And again, the tailor-made product is awesome. Um but Mizuno's actually that CLK product is quite nice in that hybrid because it's adjustable where there isn't many adjustable hybrids this year it's it's my like I had a two iron in the bag but I literally could hit a shot with it you know fairly fine yeah, 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 yeah. but was missing a club from the semi which I was hopping in about 225 hours so like that's when I was like okay I need some, some versatility yeah um, there's no adjustable hybrids this year in most of the ranges so it's kind of a cool one because you can open it and close it so if you get a guy that's a little across the line you can kind of close it off a little to stop the cut uh, and similarly for like a good player that wants to see it sitting like framing a little open so that it doesn't look like it's too shut you can just open it out with the hosel so I like the the, the hybrid from, from Mizuno this year and it knits well into their iron range to be honest so it's kind of cool um, Cobra's fairly safe again if you're that sort of mid to high handicapper it's a very safe product so we've gone through the top of the bag. We haven't mentioned Titleist. What's happened there? Do you know what? Titleist for me is, is when I was playing back in about 150 years ago and when I wanted aspirations of turning pro and I got down low enough to turn pro, Titleist was my, my choice. And like myself and the, the Titleist rep, Keith Barden, would be still good, really good buddies. And we, we started nearly the same week together 25 years ago or whatever it was, maybe more, Bardo 30 years ago. Sorry, I won't even mention because it makes you sound like you're 90, which you nearly are. But... I wanted to be a Titleist player. And I think the aspiration for young guys and assistant pros is to be a Titleist player. Always, yeah. yeah. The problem with Titleist is it's a it's a better player product. So the majority of people that come to see me are 15, 18, 21, trying to be better. They want to get to single figures. We don't see a lot of single figure people. We we do, but they're, they're fleeting and they usually come in to me and tell me what they like. So they'll come in and they'll say, you know, I want Mizuno Warrens or I want Titleist Irons or I want a Titleist Driver or... Titleist drivers and Titleist fairways and Titleist hybrids are designed for better players. So, you know, if you're 
single figure or if you have a very specific type of ball flight requirement or you know yourself uh, then Titleist works but for the mass majority it doesn't really work that well because mm. it isn't the it isn't you know it's not uber forgiving it'd be uber performing but not uber forgiving so irons so, yeah top three irons because I'd often put like for people who ask me I'd say well there's a Mizuno there's a second or third model in their range for like mid handicappers and I'd also say Titus in there too yeah that, 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 that T range that 100 is a great product it really is but for, you have to remember we're, we're asking for product that delivers in terms of like people come to me when they do is when they hit the ball straight and when they hit the ball far that's it so my top three irons for, for straightness and distance is uh, P790 P790 and P790 from TaylorMade <laughs> well it, it is because it's, it's you, you give it to everybody and it's the mile, yeah. miles per hour goes up like seven eight miles an hour over everything it beats everything mm. um, it's injected it's injected yeah it's got the foam in it but you know it delivers on the speed on off center hits which was you know it was almost a byproduct of that 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 design it was designed to be quick so they thinned out the face they put a cap on the back they made it into a but look like a blade but it's a big cavity they stuck foam inside because every time they hit positive the face imploded so they put the foam in there to keep it from breaking so that you get a flex in and you get the speed so if you want something that goes quick p790 delivers hands down all the time it doesn't really work for guys who hit it hard and it doesn't necessarily feel great. Mm. So if you're looking for feel, then you probably slip into your Titleist and you slip into your Mizuno range because you can sense more of the club because it's a Ford's product. So you feel more of the ball through the face. And for people that can feel or like that feel, then that, that's what it will deliver. So P790 will be one of my iconic products in the last kind of five years. It's still good today and I love it. Love working with it. And it's still be the, one of the top iron for this year. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, pretty much anything from Mizuno. Because again, they own steel. So in terms of feel and quality and consistency and like even when we're doing loft and lies, we'd be bending the irons for lie and loft, right? So you'd see every now and again, you'll get like, you feel a ropey one and a set of irons from everybody. Mizuno's the only one where it's like so consistent. The bend is perfect. Everything feels the same, perfect. Comes bagged in with the weights on it. Like I just love working with Japanese uh, ethos companies because everything's perfect and they strive for perfection all the time and they have this you know this 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 sense of you know everything has to be perfect so i love working with their product i would say hot metal pro from mizuno because it gives everybody a bit of everything um and it's a it's a fairly good you know price point um in terms of the next iron maverick really yeah and i tell you th- they're well designed because they've pulled in those microspheres to give it that kind of feel that sort of soft vibrating feel the vibration dampening feel they've put tungsten in there to keep the, the cg low and then they've three different heads to suit three different styles of flight so if you want it high you got a high one you want it mid you want a mid one you got it low and they've got that pro one but they're all the same price so you don't have this kind of separation well i'm three hundred three shots better therefore i'm paying another 200 quid or something no the pricing is the same and three different heads to suit the three different types of flight I like that. I like it. It's a good design. It comes fairly quick off the face. It's not quicker than P790, but it comes quick off the face. It feels solid. Looks neat. You can pick whatever shape you like. And you're home and host. We'll pick a bonus one because I love irons. And we'll go for a player's iron. So those few... Um, because I went in... I'm like mid-scratch handicap, right? Or not mid-single <coughs> handicap, right? Yeah. Um, and my aspiration in life is to play blades. I thought I'm, I'm just not low enough. 
no, but I was I was I, fit into one, right? Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I, 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 it's not any more forgiving. It's just not as nice off center. But it's not that you can't play it. You have to yeah. get away from that. Doesn't you know? Yeah. Just because it's a blade doesn't mean you can't use it. <laughs> so, for people who might be of the same thinking, because it was literally said to me data in the day. Actually, do you know what? Your dispersion rate is good like it's there, there yeah. about. so just give that a look and we'll just look the, at the numbers the, the, so the, is there any in that yeah that good player category is a tough one you, you'd probably be looking at um, that MMC the from Mizuno that multi-material product is really smart good flight although it goes a bit high just to be careful of that uh, Apex Forge the pro head from Taylor uh, Callaway is worth looking at as well um, and then the Titleist like like if you're going to play a tight, if you want to play an iron that's neat and you're you're a good player and you want something that's you know, you know quality of hit, it looks good, looks shape, good feedback to CB. Yeah, it's it's hard to beat it. Um, if there's one club that I think or one brand that I think is make a comeback this year, and that's Wilson. I, it's that? that's funny because from a player iron perspective, it's it's funny you should say that because I I still reckon they're one of the most underrated brands and the quality of what they use to make their forge products so they had a a centenary iron there a couple of years ago like these that company can make solid forged blades there's no doubt and they've been doing it for longer than you and i've been alive Mm. so uh you can't discount a company that has heritage because they know what to do they know how to do it it they've just lost their way because you know i guess they're not quite sexy you know they're more old school so they'd be like even when you think of the brand you don't think current you don't think fresh you don't so think you don't think golf you're not wrong and they're owned by a huge sporting brand that, that has loads of different like baseball and baseball gloves and basketballs tennis and, and tennis and yeah so i think they're just part of a bigger mix and they're kind of a little lost uh and i speak to the guys from wilson all the time and go on the tour truck a lot of time because i know the lads and phil and the boys on there a long time like forever and you're always hoping that they just come around and to be fair i saw their new wedges beautiful like they're proper craftsman stuff with lovely you know intricate notching on the hosel and like it's classic looking it's just i don't know it's like it's like you know what it is it's like you're you know when doc martens came back and they were cool that's still before my time Derek. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really old. No, but you know when they had that yeah, kind of a, yeah, yeah, they yeah, had yeah, that yeah. fashion resurgence, yeah, yeah. and everyone said, "Oh no, they're, they're all the under twenty five year olds are wearing them in work." Right, them. right, right. Oh, yeah. So this is my point. So I thanks for backing no, me up no, there. You no, nearly no. lost me. I was thinking I'm, I, I am actually old. I, I turned into my dad <laughs> overnight. Uh, but I'm just hoping they come round full circle because you're right, they're class. Yeah, they're real class. So wedges. You mentioned the Wilson wedges there. Yeah, I mean, I love the Wilson wedges. I just, I just don't think people would buy them, and that's just not being harsh on the, on the brand. I just don't think people are switched on by it. Um, this year, I love uh, this, you know, this friction story that's going on. So I, I'm, this is going to be a bit biased for me. So first of all, I like the Callaway product. Um, Roger Cleveland is the hero of mine, the original man that made the Cleveland wedges. So he designs wedges now for Callaway. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, like 15 years almost. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But he nobody associates him with the brand because it's yeah. just Callaway wedges. Um, but they're really smart with this groovy and groove. Um, and it does give a little bit more friction to it. And But what I do like about them is the bounce 
they've got a lot of back edge grind and a lot of front edge delivery so you can get the club in nice and early and get a little bit of bite from them I'm loving Mizuno's raw finish but this is me being as nostalgic about when I was out on tour grinding wedges because they used to come to us raw with no chrome on them so you could do the grind and then the guy didn't look at it and look like somebody had burnt it to death because if you grind it with a chrome you grind that surface thing off and you leave it all rusty but these are rusty to start with so I'm loving those because I'm doing a little bit of hand grinding again it's great make me feel like I'm back on the tour again um, so I'm loving Mizuno's raw MPs they're gorgeous but they do come in chrome and they do come in a blue colour um, that tailor made wedge is pretty decent as well their yeah, new gee. one yeah it, it makes a lot of sense to me I like that face insert I like that you know that it, it kind of rusts up and gives a bit more friction the, the argument is going to be how much friction but listen you know we were using raw wedges on tour forever and the players wouldn't use anything else so there's got to be something in it if Vijay Singh tells you it's working it's working that's how Give I use it yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway right. That's wedges covered. Putters are interesting because Taylor may have brought out truss. That's just interesting because that's completely different. I, I thought I saw it like years ago. It yeah, it, so it's a big it's a big stability easy. story there. And I mean, it does it makes sense. But I'm in the custom business, yeah. so I want to flatten that two degrees. How do I do that? Well, I can't because it comes as is. So I kind of get it, but I don't get it. I understand it, and. No, from the top line it looks down it looks like a normal putter and then you flip it around it's got this big bridge on it if you haven't seen one take a look online it's very interesting but what it does is it creates this stability because it braces the top kind of and the back which means the putter feels technically is by visual more stable mm-hmm. um, but for the year ahead top putter than your view so I like even roll I'm all over it I love Garen Rife. I spoke to him he's mad as a box of frogs but madness comes genius and what he's doing with the with the face designs makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. The only thing he ever did, uh, where it slows down the middle and speeds up the outside, such so as your pace control is there. I just get that. It's perfect. I love it. Love that they're milled. Love that they're solid. Uh, very easy to work with, and they create great roll. So it works for me. You've been some classic shapes as well. They are, but I just I just like the whole mantra. I like the whole the, the way it's that they've been properly designed, and he's 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 a proper genius, which means it works. Um. I, I wish that uh, like Odyssey's brilliant as well has that, that stroke lab product that's rolling over and they have got that new uh, grid lines that they brought from the ball onto the putter I mean that makes a lot of sense but I mean that ain't no stroke of genius do you know what I mean that's like oh they look good in the ball oh we'll put them on a putter let's do it and it makes sense yeah. and it looks good and it's easy, easy to align yes it is and it locks people into club and ball yeah yeah <laughs> yeah buy a putter buy a ball yeah. uh, and I get that Um and I think Odyssey from a product line they're very good they've every design every shape uh, you know putters are horrible because it's very this is why I used to struggle doing putters for, for the public right so I used to work on tour and I, and I used to build putters for the tour players and you go over to a tour player and you stick them up on you know uh, whatever technology you have so we had sample labs so you put them on a sample lab and he does his you know 20 yard 30 yard strokes and you analyze that and you go okay so you're this path or you're this angle at impact or whatever it might be and you'd say this design will help and the pro will go what do you mean I said well if you do that design there it'll stop it doing that and it'll, and it'll make that and you'll hold more putts brilliant let's do it and tour players will say perfect rock and roll then you bring the public in and you go okay so your path is here and your face is there and you need to use this putter because of your path and the guy goes oh, I don't like to look at that do you have it in red 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, I, and I'm going, no, no, you, 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 you'll hold more putts, trust me. Oh, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't use a black head because it, that's crazy. I'd need to be red. And so, it, 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 I the, literally listened to Trotty Golf's podcast with John Rand yesterday, and the main trouble, trouble's the wrong word, but um, thing they had to get over for to get John into the Spider X. Was not looks, and I thought our oh, tour players are about looks. No, 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 no. no it no. was just the weight, the weight of both lock lie and all those stats, and to get the weights right. But the time that yeah, he was ready to move, he was putting well. So yeah, he, he didn't want to change. He didn't want to change. No, it's hundred percent. And then he was putting poorly, and he didn't want to change. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, no, no one wants to come to the pits when they're doing a fast lap, so. So when tour players are on on it, they don't want to touch anything. Like, don't even talk to me. Don't even whisper at me passing by in the driving range in case suddenly something happens and I can't remember what I'm doing. So, and Trotty was probably getting him into change weight to try and change some sort of aspect of the stroke, and he was reluctant to do it. And that'd be more the case with players. They'd be more reluctant to do anything that might take them out of the groove that they're in, unless you have a compounding reason. They won't, and they won't change. But that's the point with putters. So putters are harder for me because you're, it's very factual and you need to do this and, this and then they are, I don't need to look at it. Um, but I'm like an even roll. I mean, I love that spider idea because it's very easy to design and it's a high moment of inertia and anything that creates ability to stop twisting and anything I can adjust with weight, I'm all over it. Um, and then if you're into just pure craftsman, then I mean, you got to love the Scotties, haven't you? Just, I mean... He has a, he has a, he has his own stand on the show. It's the coolest place on the planet. It's like a corner of the title stand, and he's got all this like Scotty memorabilia, and he comes turns up for a day and he signs autographs, and you know people bring down the he's all the putter covers, and he's got all the putters and all the tour only stuff and all the circle tea. And, oh, you're in there the licking the cabinets and <laughs> you know. cut to me in 2021. Right, yeah, security. <laughs> we have an Irish man licking the cabinets over here, but it it and he's he and he's all the design stuff out, and he's got pictures on the wall. He's just so cool. I mean, he, I I love it in terms of that whole design and visual. I'm he's big into me, but in terms of his butters, pure craftsmanship. Really like them. Yeah, there's a couple of brands I'm looking at and a few different people, you know, that are kind of on the periphery. You know, that's different putter designers that I'm kind of keeping an eye on that haven't really hit the big time yet so that could be for another podcast down the road there we go, there we go. definitely Once we've, we've run through the whole bag everything that can be fitted by your good self and David and Cole and Mark and the whole family yeah the whole um, crew the whole family so thank you very much no no it's a bit of an insight into what's coming down the road but sure you know all a bit of fun we did the Q&A last time oh we um, did and I couldn't so remember the song so I, I still found it though you did you were spot on <laughs> As so usual. I'll have that roll in the background fading out this part. <laughs> Derek Murray, thank you very much. Good to see you, pal. Be well. and play i hope you have enjoyed this bonus episode with derek murray and the run through of all the tech coming to you in 2020 all custom fittable is that even a word at four golf custom in clean castle get in touch with them descriptions are in the show notes below wherever you are listening to this podcast in your free time go over to www.pettygolf.com sign up to the timesheet listen to the podcast there Check out the pots in the bag. There's some other great companies there that I use every day. I'm on the golf course. Maybe you should too. Click those links. Find out all about them. They're probably in the podcast episode somewhere in the history as well. Thank you for pressing play. 
please leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And most of all, share this show with your family and friends. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy.